Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, let's see how long we can keep this What You Need to Know bit going. The lottery. Because oh, yeah. two tickets in California came close to winning the $1.2 billion Powerball jackpot last night, matching five of the six numbers to uh. earn more than $1 million each. So here's a scoop, because Cappy, I know that you wanted to talk about this. These yep. two tickets got the mm-hmm. first five numbers, which were 2, 11, 22, 35, and 60. They got can those you, five uh, correctly. Can you, can you say that one more time? 2, 2 11, 22, 35, and 60. Yeah, okay. and then the Powerball was 23. Yep, which I picked. I had three tickets with the Powerball because I picked 23 for LeBron. But anyway. No way. Yep. Uh, so one of those tickets was sold at the Eastland Food Mart in Ontario, and mm. the other at a 7-Eleven in Milpitas, which is near San Jose. And across California, 962,000 partially winning tickets were sold, with payouts ranging anywhere from $4 to more than twenty grand. So even if you didn't win big, Check your ticket because I won like 30 bucks, which, you know, I'm going to use that to buy tickets for the next round. Right. So I took my ticket in today. I had uh, 10 tickets. You know you can check it on on your phone, right? They have an app. Yeah. I do. But what happened is, is I I had already read that nobody won and that the grand prize had gone up to 1.5 billion. Right. So I knew this already. And I also knew that if I waited until tomorrow when we got off the air, I would have limited time. I'd forget some shiny object would come along and I, my attention would go in a different direction. So I took my Powerball ticket in today to the same guy that I bought it from last night. And I said, here, check them. Because I didn't know what the numbers were. And maybe if I won something. Well, I didn't. And, and Lindsay, you went through the numbers. I have 35 on one line. I've got 11 on another line. I've got oh, 60 on another line. all the time to me. So, I, so I've got, I only had three of the numbers, but in three different lines. Yeah. Now, I have already purchased 10 more tickets hmm. for the next drawing. So now I don't have to deal with the pressure and the stress of, did I get them and am I going to get them? I haven't won yet, George. Yeah. But I was telling Beto yesterday, I'm putting it into the universe. I'm going to manifest a victory. I want to win the $1.5 billion. I believe I can do it. You have just as much a chance as everybody else, Cappy. Yeah, and for everybody in the circle of trust that is telling me that I have to go to the hood and the place has to have bars on the windows and murders must have happened there, et cetera, et cetera, all the things you guys are telling me, George has disproved that theory. Don't you guys remember? Yeah, I read the story about it. And plus, these two tickets, even though they didn't win the jackpot, like, one was at a 7-Eleven. So, you know, that's where I bought mine last night. By the way, I I went and bought one in a place in downtown Portland that um, I knew it would sell it because they do gambling there. They do, like, live paramutuals in, like, Mm -hmm. this bar. And it was, like, exactly what you would expect it to be on a random Wednesday in, like, downtown anywhere. But in this case, it happened to be Portland. There was, like, three old dudes in there watching the paramutuals, occasionally going up. Either cashing a, uh, a, a ticket or uh, or betting some more. And uh, I was like the only person. And the guy that was just sitting there taking the bets. There's one guy in there just kind of at the register. And I was like, yo, you got lottery lottery stuff here? Like Powerball? He's like, yeah, yeah, man, right there. And uh, so I filled it out. And like I was like 
you could tell he was like surprised at how nice it was. Like, oh man, thanks. I appreciate it, man. Really appreciate your help. He's like, oh man, yeah, anytime. Like, I'm guessing those three old dudes that are in there are never nice to that guy. And what are they betting on these three guys? It's horse racing. So they're like betting on horses. It's like from live. The yeah, they've got yeah. the simulcasts on. Yeah, they didn't have any dog racing going on anywhere. I saw the horses. I didn't see any dog racing. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, the gambling is legal in Oregon, so you can gamble on anything. So they have like these like bars uh, that will let you do the horse races from all over the world. I wonder what kind bar. of horse racing it was. Yeah, like quarter horses, probably not thoroughbreds. I mean, I can't think of where they'd be racing that late at night. But what time? No, was it wasn't it? that late. It was oh, like was three it? o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, why would you? Why would I be buying it at night? In I don't know. It just sounded seedy. It sounded kind of seedy wherever. No, you but were. it felt it felt seedy at three o'clock in the afternoon. That's the point. <laughs> well, the picture you painted it was dark out. Like <laughs> it was dark and musty and yeah. just like. Right. And I at one was, point, I'm like, "This is like the type of place where I probably, you know, in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have walked in." But like, well, eh, whatever. It, it's funny because I I pictured you like I followed your social media the other night. Well, let me rephrase that. I woke up on. Wednesday morning and you saw only all see, the travel problems I had. right every problem you had on Tuesday night so while you were putting things out ask me anything and you were putting things on your Instagram story I was sound asleep yeah just me and my dog in bed him not, snoring really loud I, I'd never had this happen before on a plane ride and I've been on a lot of plane rides uh, although I feel like I've said that a lot recently um I we take off on Alaska Airlines which I love by the way they're great they have saved my ass numerous times on like last minute Flight cancellations on one of the major airlines. I've jumped on them. They've gotten me home. So it's not an indictment of them because I've had, you know, nine great experiences with them. And this is just the one that just didn't work out. But I'm flying to Portland after the show, 845 flight. And we get up in the air and we're good. And, you know, their pa- you know their, their pa- drinks are coming around or whatever and this, that and the other. And all of a sudden, the drinks go away, right? And the food and all the stuff, everything's going away. And I'm like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, you hear the, the bell, right? And I'm like, are we landing? Like, I'm like, is something wrong here? And then, Flight attendants prepare for landing. Yeah. Well, no, well, right before that, he's like, uh, Captain speaking here. I uh, just want to let you know that, uh, you know, we've got uh, an issue here, unfortunately, where we... Uh, we have a computer system that allows us to land in foggy and cloudy conditions, and that computer's not working right now. So we are going to have to land here in Sacramento uh, because it's a uh, runway that's very clear, and we can see it, and we can land it manually, and we don't need any computers to land it. And I'm just like, great. So I'm like, okay. And so we land in Sacramento, and we're on the plane for like an hour, and then they're like, we're going to try to fix it, and then they come on like 45 minutes later, and they're like, hey, just in case there's another plane coming in. We Just can, in case. We can hop. Yes, exactly. We can hop on that one. So uh, they eventually let us off, and they're like, we're just going to jump on the other plane. And by the time I got up back up in the air, it was three hours later. Three Jeez. hours on the ground in Sacramento. Jeez. And then I got to Portland at 3 a.m., and then by the time I got to, I got an Uber and got to the hotel and got settled and all that stuff. It was 4 o'clock before I well, went Well, that's what I'm saying. So the whole story about walking into this paramutual bar and these three old guys. No, that was at, you, in the, the next right, afternoon. Right. But the story as you were telling it, I was like, oh, he landed. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. He walks into this bar. There's these three old guys. They're sitting there playing no, the bro. Boys. There's no bar, uh, bar open at 3 a.m. Well, it just Portland. sounded, like I said, it sounded dark. It sounded late. It sounded it was. early. It was you know? 3 p.m., though, the problem. Yeah. That's, it's, and that's, that might be worse, that it was that dark and seedy at 3 p.m. 
I was like, I was like so happy that I was well rested when I woke up that morning. I was like, oh, George, I still haven't recovered. <laughs> I still haven't recovered. I, I, well, I slept poorly. I, I had a, um, a production meeting at 10 a.m. on Zoom. So I, now I had sent the producer an email about everything that was transpiring. Um, and then I woke up right at 10, like 9.59. I looked at my clock. My body just woke up. And I was like, all right. So I went, I just washed my face a little bit, brushed my teeth. And he had texted me. He's like, are you coming on? I'm like, yeah, I'm up. Just give me five minutes. I'll be on there in a second. And I jumped on. And then I I tried to go back to sleep. He's like, dude, go to sleep. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try. It's just going to be hard at this point. And I couldn't. I tried for an hour. And then I just got up. And I text Mark Jones. I'm like, Jones, you want to get lunch? And he's like, yeah. And we went to go, go get lunch. Don't you have something you can do that you can that can put you to sleep? I mean, I had stuff, but I don't want to be drowsy for the game. No, I don't mean I don't mean pills or drugs or chamomile or I don't mean any of that. Don't you have something that you can do that you're like, hey, you that puts like, me to sleep? I'm not doing. I know what you're referring to. Um, I guess I could have, but I, you know, I, that still also make me drowsy. Like, I, you know, I'm gonna I'm not gonna fall asleep for that long. You know what I mean? Like. So that's what you do to put yourself to sleep, man. Nonetheless, although that is also an old wives' tale, or I guess oh, an old is? husband's oh, tale in works this case. For me. Um, but that doesn't actually work for like real sleep. It only oh. like it's a doze off. Oh, you know? all right. Well, I only needed a nap. Yeah. So anyway, um, so I didn't sleep well that night. Obviously, I slept like four or five hours, and then, um, and then last night, I so I I went and got coffee, um. Prior to going to the CD bar in Portland, um, I went to a Starbucks and I got a, a a cold brew. And you know I don't drink coffee all the time, so I drank half the cold brew, a twelve ounce. Like what is the small? What is the small one? Is it tall? Know. Tall mm-hmm. is the small. Yeah, tall is small. Yeah. They rhyme. Yeah. Okay. So I got a tall. I drank half of it. Okay, that's it. Because I don't drink caffeine. And I was wired. I could feel it like almost instantaneously. Like, <laughs> like it's kind of like if you've ever seen the movie uh, Requiem for a Dream when they um, have the scenes with the uh, you know party favors. Okay. Um, and they uh, you could they kind of do like the like a like a weird like what is the the they, in those scenes they kind of show like uh, almost like people's like eyes dilating and veins popping and things like that like because it's like going through the system like they recreate it going through the system and um it's what i i could feel that like the caffeine influx through my entire body so i'm like all right i'm good to go and i was at this i was fine until about half time of the game and then i started to slow down a little but you know the natural adrenaline of the game got me kept me going and then i'm like all right so i take a melatonin you know literally as i'm leaving the arena i had a little melatonin gummy i take it um, I took, I even took another, like, uh, like a little half of a, like a sleeping pill too. Cause I wanted to fall asleep as quickly as possible, but the caffeine was so like, I, I'm just so not used to drinking caffeine that I was up to almost midnight. Um, because oh, I couldn't sleep. A sleeping even, pill, even with the oh. half a sleeping pill and a melatonin. What's a half a sleeping pill? What kind of pill? Just like a unisom. Oh, oh, like an over the counter. Yeah. No, oh. not like an Ambien. Yeah. Ugh. So all that, and I still couldn't fall asleep till midnight. And then I woke up at 5 a.m. And the car wasn't, the Uber wasn't coming to pick me up till 6.45. And I stayed there again for like another hour trying to sleep. And I'm like, all right, man. I'm Let me get this straight. The, the moral of the story is. I didn't sleep. I no, had no, a no, headache. No, no, no. You're, you're blaming Alaska Airlines for, being, for dragging ass. I haven't dragged ass today at all. And you said you haven't recovered. I haven't recovered because I've got a headache. So, and I'm tired. You got, like, bags Alaska under my eyes. Airlines for You're that? probably slap happy, because that's how I feel right now. You know, I got RBF. 
You you did say that earlier that you had RBF, and I actually LOL'd when you said RBF. Yeah. So that was very funny. So yeah, I got a bad headache. Like I, I told my wife, you may have to put the kids to bed again today because that's usually my job when I'm here. I like to put them down. But um, yeah, no, I got to go to bed like right after the show today. I don't even know if I'm debating on whether I should even have dinner. Like I'm just that tired. Dude, you're going to go to bed right off. I, I'm hosting a birthday party tonight. I'm hosting a 16-year-old girl's birthday party. Me and a bunch of 16-year-old girls. And a piano and a singer and, you know, mm. meatballs and stuff. Yeah, Is that kosher meatballs? Not really. No. I thought you no. were going with those meatballs. I thought you were going to Harry Styles tonight. Is that a different night? That was no, no, the other Harry's, night. Harry Styles was a couple nights ago. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, go I didn't ahead. go. Only she went. Oh. Yeah. I know. So, you George, you're going to get a good night's sleep, and I'm going to be hosting a bunch of 16-year-old girls. I'm going to bed because I got to take the kids to school tomorrow because my wife's working tomorrow morning. So I, uh, yeah, I got to sleep all night. I'm just going to go right. Forty five minutes, Martin. Forty five minutes. Oh yeah, trust me, I can't, can't. Wait. <laughs> like I should, should I text my wife and tell her, you know, you probably should just not make a piece of salmon for me. I'm just going to go to bed. What do you think? Oh, I would like a nice little piece of salmon. I had some last night, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah, but you're too far, Cappy. He's saying he can't. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I am kind of hungry though. Should I have the salmon? Have the salmon. Live. Yeah. Have the salmon. Yolo. <laughs> I had a great little halibut, though, at a place called Huber's. It's the oldest restaurant in Portland. Um, and it was, uh, it, you know, it looks like the oldest restaurant in Portland, but it was good. They have, three old, they have three old guys there playing horses at the bar? No, 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 not there. Um, it, Jonesy and I went there, Mark Jones, um, and we had a little, we both had a little halibut. We, uh, we got some crab cakes. And uh, what do we have with the halibut? Oh, a little broccoli. I had a little mash. He had double broccoli because, you know, he's way in way better shape than I am. I had a little mash, a little taste of some mashed potatoes. Nice. Uh, all right, what do we got next? Let me what tell is you, this segment I, here? Did you write this segment in, college depends. and NFL games or whatever? Some, I figured, yeah, yeah, yeah. This sounds like a you segment. It is, but you know what? I'd rather, I'd actually rather go back to what happened last night with the Lakers because I know we've been away from it for a little while. Yeah. I got a lot of things about last night's game that I've yeah. not gotten off my chest yet. You have things on your chest. Correct. Let's get them off next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Man, very few people could hit the high notes like that. She was incredible as a vocalist. As a vocalist. I mean, she was an incredible artist. I want to put that in there, as a vocalist. I mean, but her voice is just She's like, incredible. Beautiful. Vocally speaking. Yes. Uh, here's an Uber fact for you. Yeah, go ahead. You, pandas are also beautiful. Would you agree? Pandas? Yeah. Pandas like the the little little panda bear thingies. <laughs> what other panda do you know? I don't know, like Panda Express. No. Oh, copy. 
Like a panda. You know okay. a panda? Also yeah, all right. Pandas right? are they cute, eat bamboo, right? you know what I mean? Little bear. They okay. eat bamboo, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how much poop they can produce in a day? How much? Oh, Up that. to 48 pounds. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. I saw that on the Uber facts right now. I did not that's, know that. Um, that's as much poop as you put out on the uh, on the air, almost on a daily basis, too. Oh, I put out way more poop <laughs> on the air than that. Way more. Don't, come on. Don't insult me, George. 48 pounds? Uh, come on. That's 48 pounds per segment. You know? In the meantime, Chris also mentioned that today is National Jellyfish Day. And he said, you know what to do if you get stung by a jellyfish, right, George? Yes, you're supposed to um, put urine on it. No, you're not supposed to put urine on it. You're supposed to urinate on it. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. No, it's not the same yeah, thing. Kind of you want not someone else's urine? What are you going to do? You're going to go like fill a cup with urine and then go, oh, this is the solution to put on the jellyfish thing? You're like, no, well, hey, bro. How, how do you think urine just like, I mean, you, unless you're like providing samples, generally speaking, where do you think it's going to come from? Somebody else. You don't think? I don't. I mean, I guess. You don't think that if you get stung by a jellyfish, you'd be like, yo, Cap, I got stung by a jellyfish. I'm like, George, back up. I got this. No, we're good. Well, you're going to go, oh, hold on. I'm going to run to the bathroom. I'm going to fill up a, a jug and I'm going to pour it all over my jellyfish sting? No, I'm going to do you right. We're no. tight like that. No, no, no. All right. No, no, we're good. good Just luck. let me be in agony at that point. <laughs> no, I know what to do. Look, hold on. I know what to do. You're like, no, don't. No, I'm telling you, if I do this, it'll make it feel better. You're like, don't do it. By the way, uh, I have just Googled the Cleveland Clinic. Mm-hmm. Ah, there we go. I made the Cleveland uh, mention today. Bingo. Yeah. You sometimes do. Um, your pee is not magic medicine, it says here. Remember that if you're at the beach and someone comes uh, ashore with a jellyfish sting, despite what you may have heard, it's a myth that peeing on a jellyfish sting does anything to ease the pain. Not only are there more studies, uh, are there no studies to support this idea, but urine could actually worsen the sting too. <laughs> so you think this is just some practical joke that somebody came up with a long time ago? They're like, hey, know. if your friend gets stung by a jellyfish, tell him you're going to pee on his leg. Like, is that like a, just a big joke now that we all just use? I've always wondered that because my friend who's in the army, he was like a medic. I asked him about it one time when we were in the ocean and he was just like, oh, yeah, they tell you to do that in the army. And I was like, wait, is that really true? And he's like, yeah, they tell us to do that. And I was like, OK, so to, okay, well, to find well, out George, it's not really true. It's George, if you don't trust the U.S. military, I don't know what to tell you, man. If you get stung by a jellyfish, I, I, I trust the I'm Cleveland there. Clinic. I I'm there to, to do that for you. It, it says here how to treat a jellyfish thing. And by the way, they have been prominent um, on the waters of Southern California recently. I know uh, I, uh, I have a friend whose son got uh, stung by a jellyfish recently. Um, I wonder was, if the, the friend did what he was supposed to do to his son. I don't know. And it was a woman. Um, oh, even better. Remove je- What? I don't know. I mean, you know, just just regardless. I mean, somebody's got to do don't, it. Don't, 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 don't. So it says, step one, remove <laughs> jellyfish tentacles. Use seawater to wash off the tentacles right away, but avoid seawater. any... Yeah, like the ocean? Same stuff, really. But avoid any vigorous rubbing. The reason rubbing can cause the jellyfish uh, nematocysts to fire, which means the barbed part of the tentacles would release more toxin into your skin. 
One important note, though, use only seawater on the affected area while removing the barbs. Do not mm. use fresh water as bottled water from a, or stuff from a faucet. If you do that, you can cause the nematocysts to activate and worsen this thing. Step two, look for the barbs. If you see any barbs left in your skin, use tweezers to carefully pluck them out. If you don't have any tweezers available, you can gently scrape the area with a credit card or similarly shaped plastic object to get them out of your skin. Step three, pain treatment. Once you remove the tentacles, apply vinegar or rubbing alcohol to where you were stung. This can help relieve the pain and release the toxins. So what you've done here in the last couple of shows is you've proven that one, a jellyfish sting is not truly treated by another human being's urine. Yeah. And two, that buying a lottery ticket in what is considered a low-income neighborhood does not increase your chances of winning. You are really Correct. blowing a lot of like urban legends, you know? Yeah, and I also taught some young fellow uh, who tweeted in the community earlier that he did not know that the uh, Saved by the Bell beach scenes were filmed in Hermosa Beach. Well, now you know. Hmm. Did you know that Baywatch was filmed in Marina Del Rey? Uh, On that beach over there? I mean, I I, I did not know that. but I, I did mean, not know that. Well, I mean, well, well, now you do. It was definitely somewhere. Yeah, now I know. There you go. So. All right. All right, listen. Let me uh, let me say something to you. Thank you for that. By the Sorry, way, Joe Cha says late, that you, know. you have forty eight pounds of uh, poop per segment. Not uh, right. That's sure. why. That's really don't tell me forty eight pounds per day. It's insulting. George, mm. the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Last night, mm-hmm. I don't know how everybody else feels about this, but I'm going to tell you how I feel. Mm-hmm. Last night was probably the most fun I've had watching a Lakers game probably since the bubble season. Like last year, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but every game was painful. Every game looked like these guys all dreaded being there together. Everybody's worried about Russ and his ego. Anthony Davis is hurt and everybody's calling him street clothes. LeBron can't stay healthy and he's getting older. Coach is definitely getting scapegoated. Roster sucks. I mean, every game last year was painful, or so it felt. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was. Last night may have been the most fun that I, as a, a viewing fan, had watching this game last night. Russell Westbrook smiling. Russell Westbrook getting into it with his teammates. The creative passing and vision. It, it, George, I'm telling you, like I forgot how good Russell Westbrook was at one time. You know, you always call him a future Hall of Famer, and I'm always like... Yeah, these last couple of years are really putting a little tarnish on that shine, you know? But you forget how good he was at one point in his career. You see the vision, the passing. When you see that, you're like, damn. And I'll say the same thing for Anthony Davis. The number of dunks where Anthony Davis is just so high up over the rim and guys can just put the ball up there and float it to him and he can jam it home. I've forgotten how good Anthony Davis can be. And then there are guys who I just have zero expectations of. Lonnie Walker, dude, the dunks, the athleticism that I saw last night out of Lonnie Walker, I'm like really bullish on Lonnie Walker. He's a young guy who would be like a rookie coming into the NBA right now had he gone all the way through school. He's, he's, there's a lot there, I think. These are the eyes yeah, of a scout, just I so you know. I told you it was a good yeah. signing for the mid-level. Yeah, these are the eyes of a scout. You see, now th- this is a talent evaluation, George, okay? Uh, Troy Brown. I like Troy Brown. I, I'm becoming a Troy Brown fan. Yeah. Troy I Brown love, Jr. Yes. Well, whatever. 
I didn't call Lonnie Walker the fourth, so I just wanted to abbreviate things a little bit. Mm, okay. I like how Austin Reeves is kind of becoming the Alex Caruso. He's the give-it-all-you-got kind of guy, dive on the floor, go up and get a crazy rebound in the middle of the paint. Like mm-hmm. He's becoming that guy. Mm-hmm. And you, you know what else? Yeah, he's white. Yeah, he's a white guy. Yeah. yeah. And then Matt Ryan. I love Matt Ryan because <laughs> I love a great story. You do. You Matt Ryan, I, you, I, that was right up your alley. I feel like you were like... You wanted to talk about... If you could talk about Matt Ryan for three hours, I feel like you would. I love Matt Ryan mm-hmm. because I love a story of a guy who a year ago is driving a DoorDash car delivering Chinese food to people's house. I had Kung Pao chicken. The guy brought it to my door. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mean, he didn't and, bring it to your door. Well, I'm exaggerating, but you understand what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Now, that would have been interesting. Maybe he right. did. You never know. I don't know. Yeah. But... What I do know is is that this guy is a great story of perseverance. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, what does he do? He's on the floor with LeBron James, and he's hitting a game-tying shot. Yeah. And, and Russell Westbrook is happy as can be. Mm-hmm. There is an attitude that is changing on this team. And I'm telling you right now, Rob Palenka, don't do anything yet. Let's give it another 10, 15 games, and let's see where we are. That was my advice for Rob Palenka. Oh, I'm glad. It's free advice you're giving him? Free advice. Take it for what it's worth. It's free. It's on the radio. Excellent. All right. Coming up next, no more free advice, but big deal or no deal is next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Linz, you take it away. Thanks, Sedano. So earlier this week... A uh, good friend of probably like, you know, Cappy's going to say a good friend of his, but a good friend of like everybody on the internet, Pat McAfee, went off on the NFL and Pat McAfee players. and I very close, very, very tight. Yeah. Very close. Oh, I he saw this story. Yeah. So he claims that the NFL has banned him from using the NFL logos in graphics on his daily YouTube show. Well, in a fiery rant, McAfee elaborated on the situation and issued a warning to the league. Here's a little clip of what it sounded like. Even though we currently have a rights deal with NFL Films, that costs us over $4 million to be able to do as such. We got word this morning 
not allowed to use any logos on any graphics. Mm. Okay, so that makes sense. It's been great doing business with you. I'm happy we have covered your league in the way that we have for the last few years. I'm appreciative of the league and everything it's done. I don't think we've really touched on many subjects that we could have dabbled into, and I think we'll do that this offseason for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. sure. Are things that I know a lot about, that my friends know a lot about, like insurance and CTE and concussions and right. everything like that. Right. I think we can find some people to chat about to learn more about what the NFL should be held accountable for and what they shouldn't be held accountable for. So you, you, he obviously continued to rant, but you can see where he's going with this. So knowing how popular Pat McAfee's show is and how many influential NFL guests he has access to, do you guys think this is a big deal or no deal? Sedano, you go first. Um, I mean, it could be. I mean, it could end up becoming a pretty big story if they all start getting together and talking about the dark corners of what goes on in the National Football League because most of the guys that I'm sure would talk about it would be former players. So uh, it would become a story. I don't think it's like going to take down the NFL, but it's not something the NFL will be pleased about. That's for sure. I'm with you on this. It, I'll call it a big deal because you have a former NFL player who now wants to expose the NFL, who's got a big platform to do it on. But on the other hand, I mean, one person is never going to take down the entire army that is the NFL. So many have tried or thought they were bigger as individuals, and they all got slapped down. So I understand how Pat could be angry over something that seems so ridiculous. And I know that he thinks you know he's got a big platform, which he does, but it's not big enough to take down the NFL. And having a war with the NFL is not really well, such a great thing. Of course, it's definitely not big enough to take down the NFL. I just think, it, first of all, it's interesting that he pays them that much money to, to air the highlights, and then they're going to get be sticklers about the graphics. And he's oh, been, but they do that with everybody, right? But um, he, but he's he, not alone. That part, I mean, I get what what he's saying, but but if he pay, if he, if I guess, if his yeah, but the four million dollars that he's paying for, I get the NFL's part of this. Like, I, I, I get his complaint because he probably wasn't aware, like that he couldn't do this because it wasn't uh, laid out for him that way. He probably just assumed that with the $4 million, he can use the logos because he has the rights to highlights for the $4 million for his three hour show. But you know, it's, you know, when, for example, like ESPN, Fox, all these people that pay for these NFL rights, um, they pay big, big money. Right. And I'm going to just use ESPN as the example here. ESPN pays a ton of money for Monday night football. No question. But a big chunk of that also is the ability to run highlights to also use all the official logos and things of that nature during a 24-hour news cycle, which is why the deal is worth billions and billions of dollars. The games are a good chunk of it, but I would say that a also a fairly large chunk of it is all that stuff too. Right, and I, I understand there's the rights deals and you know working in production myself, there's only so many highlights. We literally used to have to log highlights and which ones we used so we stayed under the allotted amount, stuff like that. I get that, but obviously with him, you know, basically he's paying to be able to use the highlights. He's assuming wrongly, obviously, that he didn't have the logo permission in there. But anyway, the fact that they didn't just come to him and be like, hey, man, like you need to pay more money if you want to use these instead of sending him like a cease and desist letter. Well, that's just it. He gets people get offended when they start to get, you know, legal letters. And he's like, come on, man, I'm a former NFL player. I promote the league. I'm uh, good you, would your react, business. you would also react the same way, though. Well, but no, but his, I'm, his, I'm telling you that I understand where he's coming from. No, no, I know. Because that is probably the way I would react. I'd be like, come on, guys, I'm a former like, NFL I had player. A couple 
of coffee in the NFL, okay? No, no, I, no. I'm, I'm putting myself in Pat McAfee's shoes right now. Come on. No, I'm a no. I'm a player. I'm saying if they would have sent a cease and desist to you. Which which they have. I've, I've had plenty of cease and desist because it's like, hey, you can't do play-by-play on the air. I'm watching a game while we're on the radio, and I'm telling you what's going on during the game, and the NFL finds this stuff and sends a cease and desist letter, and you're like, come on, guys. Like We're actually doing something that's helpful for your league, and that's the way guys like me or Pat McAfee would look at it. Right, and Pat, right. the part I did not play is he goes on to talk about how he when he made the deal with the NFL it was be the conversation was that he was going to use his show to celebrate the league and talk about all the positive things because so many media companies just rip on the NFL and all the bad things and like he said the concussions so he's gonna do the same thing basically right and so he was like so I I get you if you want to play dirty we'll play dirty and and by the way Cappy I was only alluding to that cup of coffee in the NFL because I wanted you to tell the story briefly um, about how you had your name misspelled on that one uh, (laughs) preseason game god that still pisses me off to this day (laughs) those freaking guys I said to the Detroit Lions equipment manager I go "Hey, hey man you guys misspelled my name on my jersey. It's K-A-P-L-A-N, not K-A-P-L-I-N. He goes, well, you got two choices. You either go out there with your name misspelled or we take your name off the back of the jersey. <laughs> I went out there with Dang, my name misspelled. Yeah. <laughs> How did uh, a, a Pops feel about that? My It was so funny because my parents and my sister came for this preseason game. Oh, I was no like, guys, way. I'm like, guys, I'm probably not, I'm not making this team, but if you want to see me play in the preseason, you should come. They all came. The good news was, George, the, the tickets were so far, were so away, far they, away, yeah, they, they couldn't, couldn't see. see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's true. Was it the uh, at the Silverdome? Yes, the old Silverdome, playing against the New York Jets, who were coached by at the time Pete Carroll. Yes, sir. Yeah, there you go. That's right. All right, next one. So even if the Lakers are able to turn things around this year, the Westbrook trade from last year is obviously still a big, massive miscalculation. Of course, Kyle Kuzma is one of those players dealt. And while the fresh start was likely best for him, I think most Lakers fans would probably wouldn't mind him back on the team. And it appears that LeBron might feel the same way. Uh He responded to a tweet from Kuzma last night that said, quote, appreciate people while they are here. LeBron's response, quote, Unfortunately, they won't, brother. You know how it goes. Miss you, bro. And of course, this sent, you know, the internet up in arms because they were like, oh, back to the Lakers. So is this a big deal or no deal? Cappy? I'm going to say no deal. I mean, if LeBron really, really loved Kuzma while he was here, he'd have found a way to keep him. And Kuzma, the way I always thought of him as a player was he didn't really like his role. You know, hey, I, I should be a real I should be a guy who scores 25, 30 points a night, but I can't because I'm on LeBron's team and I'm like the third he or did, fourth option. He did complain a lot. Plus, I really honestly, George, he I actually really, was. You know, I think LeBron appreciates it because, like, you know, in the sense of like, he was good. At, he was also pretty passive aggressive, Kuzma. So, like, LeBron's like, hey, chip off the old block. Appreciate you, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not bruh. buying this one as a big deal. No, not at all. How about you, George? Yeah. Mr. Calculated. Tight. All right. Well, last one here. America's biggest YouTuber, who's known as Mr. Beast. Oh, yeah. He's like, uh, wants like a crazy valuation, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, did you guys know for sidetrack here, have you ever been on uh, DoorDash or Uber Eats and you've seen like Mr. Beast's burgers? He has one of these ghost kitchens. Oh, well, I did. Yeah, I knew that. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's a ghost kitchen that basically it's like uh, the back of like a BW3 or Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever. And they they have like a small menu of items that he has on Uber Eats or DoorDash that people can order from. And it's like his own restaurant, but it's not even really his restaurant. It's crazy. Mm. 
Anyway, this guy is worth a lot of money, and he's known for giving away large sums of money in his videos. And for Halloween, Mr. Beast said that he gave away iPhones, PS5s, and a few large bundles of cash to trick-or-treaters. But apparently one child simply just wanted his candy. Mr. Beast posted a video where he handed a toddler a stack of 10 grand to put in his treat bucket, but the kid began to cry and tried to give it back. He told the kid and his mom, like, no, no, here, you keep the cash, that's for you, and then gave him some of his Mr. Beast branded candy, and everyone was happy. So, kind of a big deal that he's giving out cash to trick-or-treaters, especially 10 grand, and I want to know, how would you guys react if you were taking your kids trick-or-treating and someone handed you 10 grand or your kid? What would you do? Thank you. That's it. Yeah. You just be like, all right, thanks, and walk away like it was nothing. <laughs> I mean, thank you. I'd start there for sure. Where's his house, and why didn't I go? What the yeah, hell? Be like, yeah, be like, yo, you, you want me to go get you a pizza or something, or you want one of your own burgers that you like so that much? That pays my rent, you know? bro. Thank you. Whatever you want, man. Ten grand. I start dancing. I'd be like, Dude, thank you. It, it amazes me if you look at this guy's YouTube channel, Mr. Beast. He's got a hundred and nine million subscribers. He's got these videos. 53 million views, 65 million views, 47 million views, and the guy puts out a piece of content like once or twice every month, and this guy is raking in the cash. Imagine if YouTube shut down and he lost all the money that comes from YouTube. It's amazing how he uses their platform to make this amount of money. I just subscribed to his channel. You're like, you're like, it's amazing. I just subscribed. God, I want to know more you about him. You sounded Mr. like Beast. a commercial for Mr. Beast. I, I know. I want to know more about him. Yeah. You don't know? You don't, are, you, are you not familiar with him? I mean, I know the name, but I got to be honest. I don't know his content. I heard him on a guys? podcast recently. I, there's mm-hmm. a podcast series I like called uh, My First Million, mm-hmm. um, and he was on there a while back. It was, uh, it was an f- interesting listen. I mean, this is just tremendous production here. Yeah. He's good, this guy. Yeah, he started as a kid. He's got you know that, right? He's got toys in Toys R Us, like a line of toys, which is nuts yeah, he, to think about a YouTuber. And, and, and he started as a little kid doing this stuff. Like no, he was I like, don't really know his backstory. Yeah, like 10 or 11 years old or 12 years old or something like that. Unbelievable. Incredible. Yeah. Good for him. Way to go, Mr. Beast. Yeah, and people back then were telling him, you can't make money on the internet like that. Oh, are you crazy? Who's going to watch these videos? And look at him now. He's 24, and he's like almost a billionaire. 65 yeah. million views. I mean, the the... the the reach when you have 65 million views on a video. What would you influence. do? What would you do for that, Cappy? What would you do to get 65 oh my God. million views? Cappy would literally cut off like a like a, at least a finger or two. Oh, I was I thought you were going to go with a much bigger appendage. <laughs> oh, like an, oh, I mean. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to talk about I don't know if Rachel would approve of that. Yeah. I mean, my god, 65 million views. Wonder what each video produces. You know, like in terms of money. If you have 65 million views, how much does that equal? I don't know. A lot, I'm sure. So, all right, that's big deal or no deal, or do you have one more? Sorry. Nope, that's it for big deal or no deal. Oh, okay, big deal or no deal. There it is. Mr. Beast. Guy what rocks. Would, what would your um, nickname be on YouTube if you had to create like a YouTuber name? I don't, I don't know. I don't, that's a, you know, they because they just came out with handles now on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, every time they send me an email and they're like, yo, we got handles now, check it out. I'm like, eh, I'm fine with the way it is. They keep sending emails about it. I've gotten like 10 of them. Yeah. yeah. Cappy, I do have to thank you. For? Actually, not me, but Christian wanted to thank you. Because he got locked out of his old YouTube thing, whatever, his old stuff. 
Mm-hmm. He goes, I need to create a new one. And he literally sent me a screenshot answer. It says, Mr. Delicious. Mr. Delicious. Oh, she's See? like, tell Kaplan, thank you. Yeah, you got Mr. Beast and you got Mr. Delicious. And one day he's going to be on a podcast and you go, where'd the name Mr. Delicious come from? He's going to be like, yo, Scott there was this guy, man. He t- and he was interviewing me one day and he told me I smelled delicious. He was, and once he said that, that became it for me. I became Mr. Delicious. I mean, he was Mr. Delicious to me, but. You yeah, know, I mean, like Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank, you know, like Mr. Beast on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He's By now way, a Mr. Mr. Beast makes from anywhere from 150K to 200K. At least per video. Damn. Yeah, but he puts a lot of work into those videos now. Yeah, he does. He said that he he makes like four million a month, but he also spends like forty million a year on production costs. But that's still forty crazy. million. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Damn. How did he become so famous on YouTube? Like, does he use Kids. ads elsewhere or what? No, it's just he, he just went. It's like a viral thing. Kids love. Him. I remember my nephew when he first told me about him. I was like, "What the hell is Mr. Beast? Like, what is this? Something weird?" But yeah. Just nobody really knows, Cap, how things go viral these days. Mr. Beast, man. Little kids will sit there, like my nieces and nephews, and they'll just watch yeah. videos and just you guys, keep watching. You guys ever heard of VidCon? Yes. You ever heard of VidCon? Like, I've been to that a couple of times where, like, it's all these young kid YouTuber dudes. And um, my kids all wanted to go, and I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, I got a Hey King on that one. Hey, King. Yeah. And I took my kids to a couple of these VidCons, and then I had to sneak my kids into, like, you know, backstage events and things. Why am I not You VIP crashed at VidCon with your children? Totally. And my kids were like, Dad, we need to go to this thing. I'm like, oh, okay, so let's go. And then we get there, and everybody's got a wristband on, and there's a massive line. And my kids are like, Dad, we need a wristband. I'm like, well, we don't have them. Like, well, we we told you to get them. I'm like, well, I didn't. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? And I'm like, keep your mouth shut and follow me. That's what you do. (laughs) Oh my God! Great parenting, man. The more I hear you and what you do, the less I will ask you for a favor because I'll probably get there and not have anything. Right. Just and then I sneak you in to meet David Dobrik. Mm. You know who that is? I don't think you can sneak me in anywhere, Capleon. I don't think so. I'm not that little, so you know I I stand out. Yeah, I got you. (laughs) Okay. You come with me. (laughs) Let me do all the talking. Okay. Hi, copy, copy. David Dobrik and I are now tight. I'm sure. I have no idea. We're, we're not like really Canelo tight. and you were tight? No, no. The, Canelo and I were much tighter. Dobrik, not as tight. Mm. But he was one of those VidCon stars back then. Mm. I was going to say, I've never heard of him. What does he do? I don't check him out on YouTube. David Dobrik. Yeah. Oh, should, we cool. should break, shouldn't we? Probably so. Yeah. All right. Last segment coming up. Dealer's Choice. Next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> oh, Not the butt that's scenes. great. They got different strokes. Different strokes it takes. I like Chris. What are you talking about, Willis? Different strokes to the different strokes. Hey, you got to lighten up, brother. Yo, man. That banana in my tailpipe. You got to lighten up. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willie? I loved Gary Coleman back in the day. 
Yeah. What was the name of that movie he was in where he was like this little train conductor guy? I don't know what you're talking about, but I know anybody he was remember? in a couple of movies. Yeah. Anybody nope. remember that one? Uh, I'll look it up for you, though. Hang on. Gary Coleman. Little train conductor guy. He's so cute. I Everybody loved Gary Coleman. I he probably likes to be called, like, cute. Why not? Was he, was he a grown mm-hmm. man by the time he made it? Uh, I don't I don't know. He may have still been a kid. He was such a cute guy. Everybody loved Gary Coleman back in the day, right? On the right track, it was when he was still Oh, there you go. Lester. I mean, every single episode of of that show, Different Strokes, you waited for that one moment where Gary Coleman was going to say, what you talking about, Willis? Like, And as soon as he said, it was kind of like Jimmy Walker. Dynamite! Like, you waited the entire episode for, like, that one climax. He was adorable. You don't think? No, he was adorable. Is he still around? I don't believe he's with us anymore. R.I.P.? I believe Wait, so. let's double check on that because while I feel you may be right, yeah. we need to check because of this rule that we recently... Uh, well, the whole Jerry Lee Lewis yeah. issue. Yeah, he recently. died 10 years ago. Or oh, years shout ago. out. An RIP 10 years later. Man, it's a long time ago. See, that's yeah. how you keep somebody's name and memory alive right there, Lindsay Baseball. You talk about them all these years later. I've never seen different strokes, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Cute. Very, very cute series. It's adorable. Yeah, but everybody that was on it became all screwed up. Uh, Todd Bridges was Willis. Gary Coleman was Dana uh, Plato. Yeah, yeah, Dana Plato, the sister. You know who was uh, who was on that show though? Who kind of who kind of really elevated thereafter? Mm-hmm. She had a bit part. Janet Jackson. You got it. Yeah, yeah. I remember you seeing that it. in the documentary. Yep, you got it. And who was the old white guy dad? What was his name? Conrad something or other. Conrad Bain. There you go. I only know that because I'm on the uh, IMDb page right now. Yeah, Conrad Bain. That's right. That's exactly right. All right, Georgie. So uh, you've said earlier today that your whole body clock is all screwed up because of the uh, flight to Portland. Lack of sleep. Although I will say this, I don't want to besmirch Alaska because they got us in early today at LAX. Although LAX, getting early there, getting there early doesn't ever make a, a difference Mm-mm. because they never have a gate ready for you. So it doesn't really yeah. matter. <laughs> you just sit there anyway. So. All right, so you're going to get off the air, and you're going to you're going to kind of hit the sack pretty early tonight, right? Yeah, very quickly. Yes. Okay. Maybe a quick little uh, bite of salmon, and then I'm going to bed. Okay. And then me, I'm going to get done here, and I am taking a group of 16 year old young ladies yeah. to a birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. Now, what I didn't tell you about this birthday dinner was yeah. that the uh, the ex is going to be in the house. Oh, when was the last time you saw her? Ooh, it's been a long time. What's a long time? <sighs> a long time, dude. Like right. months or years. Yeah, exactly. I'd say it's been, I mean, a good three, four, five months at least. Okay. That's and not too bad. Rachel's going to be there? That's something that I'm struggling with right now. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's something that I am currently struggling with. You know she's got to be there. I mean, you probably she probably should be there. Well, my daughter, I think, would really like her to be there. Yeah. You know? Well, who who are you worried about? Like, who do you think will have more of a problem? Probably your ex, right? You just don't under you don't things you never know. Well, because you guys all knew each other, right? Before. (laughs) Oh, that's true. I didn't know that. Yeah, he did talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, he said it before. Yeah, he said it on air. air, Yeah. 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 It's not just that. There's more to it. It's complicated. You know what I'm saying? It's complicated. Mm. Oh, mm. it's like your mm. Facebook status. Right. Right. At the end of the day, you guys are co-parents, and you need to do what's best to make everything work for. The children and the family. Yeah, and that's all I care about. That, that's yeah. your life, and she just, you know, 
Put on a happy face about. and, and yep. go with go with the Does floor. she live nearby? Mm-hmm. She does. Like how nearby? Like um, a couple miles or like a mile? Like what yeah, are we talking I'd about say, here? I'd say like, you know, a couple miles. You right. Know, like right in the same neighborhood, pretty much, yeah. essentially. Right. Mm. Mm. So you run into each other at the grocery store? No, 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 no. Can't Not that close. drive away yeah. from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, I go north, she goes south, I think. think. <laughs> okay. Probably the safest thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I mean... I feel like we need a full report tomorrow. I know. I don't know what's going to happen. But I think happen. you need Rachel there. I, think I would love Rachel to have Rachel there. there. I really yeah. would. Is Rachel not interested in going? Oh, Is no. She wants happened? to go. She would like to go because she really has an, you know, she has a great affection for my daughter, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and w- wants to be there, you know. She you should need, be there. Yeah. You need to bring Rachel yeah. and then, you know, say something. Obviously, if you don't have to tell Rachel, that's one thing. But if you need to say something to your ex, like, you know, it's her 16th birthday. Let's all just be adults and... We'll live with each other for a little bit. Well, it's yeah. like your ex doesn't know you've been with Rachel. So, oh, no, you know. she's well aware. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. Ruh, ruh, like, ruh, ruh, Rachel. Yeah. So right. I, I feel like in your head, because for whatever reason, because, you know, I ain't going to ask, and I know you've talked about it, you mm-hmm. have a little, como se dice, una semillita ahí, you know, that's like... A little semillita? Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, there. It's that little... Because What's a semillita? It's, uh, it's like a, a little seed. seed yeah. You know? Little, like what? What kind of seed? I mean, like I said, I don't know y'all's relationship. You talked about knowing each other and stuff, so I'm just yeah. saying if there's yeah. issues there because oh, oh no, you think them. you think that one might consider that the breakup was because of the other? No, you mentioned that wasn't true. Not true. That's yeah, not yeah. the case. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just saying you're overthinking it, Cap. That's all I'm I, trying to I say. I may be. I may yeah. be. I may be overthinking right. this a little. I mean, bit. you. I mean, when you're around each other, can you be like civil? I can. Oh. Like, and when we're talking about. The lack of civility, we'll call it. Is it like pronounced where it's like everyone notices or just like it's just you that gets under your skin? You guys are going to get me into big trouble here. You guys are. And my answer is no comment. Oh. Uh, <laughs> my answer is no comment. Next mm. subject. No. Dealer's it makes, choice. It makes sense because if it's only. I mean, you brought this shoot, up. This yeah. is a dealer's choice. I, it's yeah. your fault. No, George. no, no. It's <laughs> you. brought you. me into this. But look, Cappy, so if Alaska it only Airlines bugs you. <laughs> no wait! You literally said, "I'm, you know, I've got the 16 year old birthday party." And you yeah. said, "But there's this one thing going looming," and I said, "What's that?" And you said, "The X." I mean, you brought this up. You I did, didn't say sir. that. You did. And if it only bugs you, let it go. Just for tonight, let it go. Let it go. Let it if go. If it bugs everybody, then it's an issue. But if right, it only that's bugs you. Laura's right. Mm-hmm. If it's just a you thing. Cometelo. Yep. I mean, it's the kid's birthday. Everyone just needs to chill for the night and let her, you know, yes. let it be her night. Yeah. I agree with that, Lindsay Baseball. Yeah. I agree with that. Let it's all it about go. the child. It's all about Let this kid. Go. Now, if we're hating on airlines, I got one for you, but you know, we Spirit? don't have enough time. No, American. Hate them. <laughs> oh. God, hate them. I don't, I, American is like a, is not, is definitely not my go-to. Mine either, but you know what? That's what they had for Sometimes Dallas. Sometimes you got to go, you got to go. Well, an American's easy in Dallas. I mean, that's kind of yeah. a hub. Yeah. No, it that's wasn't. Their hub. Let yeah. me tell you, 12-hour delay. They suck at customer service, and then they were rude in Dallas. So, oh. mm, just saying. Mm. Mm. Just saying. Did it almost turn into a, vi- a viral airline fight oh video? Oh, my God. Don't Actually, yes. Don't do that, Laura. I did. No, no, no. Not me. Not oh. me. Did but- the no, because the guy here in LAX was so rude that I literally had to step in and calm him down because people wanted to beat him up. And I was going to say his name, but I probably shouldn't. And um, this girl recorded everything. And I was like, can you please not post that? Like, I wasn't rude, but I'm like, 
You know, like, because I, t- I was like, I don't care. Like, it's not going to affect me, but it'll affect him and his job. She's like, yeah, you're probably right. He was so effing rude. What is his job? He was like a manager to calm everybody down. And let oh, me tell you, he did not guy. do that. Okay, okay. He wasn't good at that. He <laughs> no. did not do that. Huh? I thought no. you were saying that your your boyfriend was getting in a fight with someone. And someone oh, no, was no. It was, okay, the, it was the American Airlines, like, manager rep guy yeah. that was, like, fighting with, like, three to 400 passengers that got screwed Okay. The, the boo is a lover, not a fighter. I can assure you that yeah. right now. Trust yeah. me, Anna. All right, we gotta I mean, go. Mr. We're late. Delicious go, on YouTube. Go to your go to your <laughs> go to your daughter's dinner and just behave. You go to sleep. Yeah, I will. See ya. All right, Lindsay, Laura, great job. Cappy YouTube. See you later.